On this episode of Too Many Books, we review Preaching by Timothy Keller. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Too Many Books, the podcast where we talk about the stack of books on your desk and see which ones should be moved to the top or gotten rid of all together. I'm one of your hosts, Jack Dodgen, joined uh, by the other Jack, uh, Jack Wilkie. Jack, how are you doing? Doing pretty good, and you? Pretty good. We're we're back. The the break is over. The holidays were good, too, aside from the sicknesses. Well, and... You didn't do so great in uh, the, our, our, our annual football tournament this year either. We but, you did know. really well one of the three days, so that's <laughs> <fine. laughs> good enough for me. Good enough for me. Uh, you and I both have a a large stack of books this year. Very large. Uh, lots of, I mean, we're still going to do the same number of episodes, would be my guess, but uh, mm-hmm. we have a lot of books to uh, kind of go through, and I think we're kind of covering all over the the gambit of church stuff, home stuff, family stuff, preaching stuff. Should be good. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Today we're starting off with a book that I read a year ago, uh, pretty close to today. I read it last January. Um, I always have a book on preaching. I read at least one a year, uh, sometimes two, and I try to get new books on preaching to see kind of where the culture's at and change accordingly if necessary to better reach an audience. So I picked up Preaching by Timothy Keller last year, and uh, we'll, we'll see what I thought about it. Uh, but this is the description from the back of the book. It's not so much a real description. It's adapted from his prologue, but here's what it says. Every Christian needs to understand the message of the Bible well enough to explain and apply it to other Christians and to their neighbors in the most informal and personal settings. But there are many ways to do the ministry of the Word that take more preparation and presentation skills, yet do not consist of delivering sermons, including writing, blogging, teaching classes in small groups, mentoring, moderating open discussion forums on issues of faith, and so on. This book aims to be a resource for all those who communicate their Christian faith in any way. That's the description of the book. We'll get into what I liked and disliked about it. So uh, this is a book that's actually in my stack for this year. I'm very interested to hear. I think Keller is usually worth reading, and so tell us what you liked about it. A couple things, though the first one has three sub-likes under it, I suppose. I even uh, alliterated them. Purpose, process, and personality. (laughs) Clearly are learning about preaching. (laughs) Yeah, symptom of of reading the book. Uh, But it it addresses the purpose of preaching very well. It uh, gets to the heart of why do we do this, uh, and I think was a very good reminder of uh, here's why this matters, why preaching matters, and you know from the description, just getting the word right and delivery of the word right in all of these aspects, not just preaching, but writing, blogging, and personal work as well. Uh, and so I, I thought he did a good job of laying out uh, the purpose of those things and why we do this. Uh, but second, uh, he addressed the the process of it, the structure of putting lessons together, uh, be it written or otherwise, uh, and uh, presenting that to a group as best you can. Because uh, his whole thing with this is the word is extremely important, uh, so handle it like it's important, but also deliver it like it's important uh, so that the people who you are speaking to uh, 
are able to hear and understand uh, the message that you're giving to them. And then the third part of that is uh, he addresses personality really well too. Uh, and I appreciated that. He, he deals with those that are a little more extroverted, uh, those that uh, have a much easier time reaching out to people uh, and how they might preach and approach a text or a lesson differently than somebody who's a little more introverted uh, and has maybe less of an outgoing personality or not as loud of a voice or, or those types of things. And so he addresses how regardless of personality and ability even, um, you're able to reach people so long as you know the word and put some effort into how you get it to others. So that was one of the major likes I had. The second one was, and I was pleasantly surprised by this, uh, and I've been seeing it more and more, and maybe you can speak to this too. Uh, there's a huge emphasis on, out of all the preaching types, topical's fine, but do expository. Like that was a, a major <laughs> emphasis out of this book. And I've got three books on preaching this year, and there might be a fourth, and three of them for sure. I mean, two of them in the title deal specifically with textual and expository preaching. Uh, and these are new books. And I, I think that trend is becoming more and more pushed in preaching, uh, which I like. I, I think that's the ideal way to do it. Give uh, a quick uh, explanation. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Of course, yeah. I, I know what it is. But give a quick uh, explanation of what expository is versus topical versus maybe the traditional, especially the Church of Christ goers would have heard over the years versus expository. Um, so we would probably be used to... Uh, we're going to talk about baptism today, and so you would have you know, Acts 2.38 says this, Romans 6 says this, First Peter says that, and you jump around because you're dealing more with the topic, uh, expository or textual, and I think even there there's a little bit of the difference between the two, so mm -hmm. you might help me on this. But uh, expository is going to be an exposure of the text, uh, uh, where you're taking, we're going to look at these 10 verses and we're going to just pull out what it says. Uh, instead of jumping to many verses, we're going to stay in Acts 2. We're going to look at baptism from just Acts 2. Mm -hmm. uh, why does he lead up to that baptism? What does that mean? What follows all of that? Uh, and that would be how your sermon is structured, based on the text as opposed to the text being based around your idea for the sermon. Right, because that idea right persists too. that, you know, well, if your sermon doesn't have a hundred scriptures in it, it's not scriptural. Right. Well, when you hear a sermon like that, you don't come away remembering those scriptures. You remember what the preacher said about them and how he connected those dots. Expository, you come away knowing what that text says and learning it in its own context, in its own historical context, uh, as, as it was written originally. And so, um, you know, I do, I do a lot of both, but I think, uh, like you said, I'm glad to see expository is really coming to be kind of the preferred version because that puts it in God's hands rather than ours mm -hmm. and our ability to connect dots all over the Bible, but let God speak for himself and his word. And so, uh, as you said, this book heavily emphasizes that that's a good thing. And even, uh, and I'm, I, I'm now missing the word that I wanted to use. Uh, where, where one uh, of my preaching instructors combined the idea of, uh, is it text position or something like that? or mm. uh, to Topogetical, that's what it is. Topogetical. Ah. The, the mixturing of these two things where you can preach a topic, but your 
dealing with the text that has revealed those topics, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're you're still approaching it just here's what God says about this, and he goes into this thing under the framework of it's all dealing with the same topic and idea. The Bible's written that way, uh, and I don't know. I, you, I, you've said you do a little bit of both, and I've, I found that as much expository as I do, and I try to do it just about every time I preach, um, it's, it's a lot better remembered by the people who are there. It is, um, especially as you can progress through a text. I mean, just preaching through a book or something really helps people know it. Uh, I'm, I'm doing the Sermon on the Mount on Sunday nights expository right now. Oh, good, yeah. And and when you do multiple in a row, you keep layering them and refer back and move forward. And right, it builds. The knowledge yeah. builds. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's one of the uh, positives. Uh, where was there another one? I think. Uh, no, that or... was it. Those are those are okay. two things I like. All right. Uh, dislikes. What what's the downside of the book? So, one downside I might put here is that it wasn't particularly riveting as far as a read. It was very. Uh, I mean, it's very logically structured and written in that way, um, which I'm fine with because that tends to be how I think, but it wasn't exciting. Um, so that that may be a dislike for people who really need the writer to be engaging, but yeah. uh, not too bad for me. Uh, one thing that I thought I was going to dislike and I ended up being uh, pleasantly surprised on was the last chapter deals with the Holy Spirit in preaching. And I've seen that in other books, Bible study and otherwise, where you're given all of these methods and process and structure, and then it gets to the end. Let's talk about the Holy Spirit's involvement, and it basically says, all the stuff we said before, that's nice, but you can kind of toss it out the window, because ultimately the Holy Spirit will do what it does anyway. I'm like, well, then why why did you have all the stuff before? Does any of that even matter? Uh, and he... Uh, and I was surprised by this. He addressed it in a very good way, I think. Of So it's not so much a dislike, but I was afraid that I was going to get there and hate the book as a right. result. But uh, I think the chapter was, was great, uh, handled it well, and really discussed your part in the preparation, but God's part in the sermon as well and what he brings to the table. So uh, I really only only disliked just how kind of dry it was written, but pretty good book overall yeah i've read some keller he's very methodical very yeah. you know and logical like like you said very logical it builds in a nice way but you know kyle idleman francis chan some of the other you know best-selling authors really move the pages a lot quicker than he does yeah so uh all right uh rating out of 10 rating out of 10 six and a half so not really six and a half. Just kind of middling. Uh, it was it was good. I recommend it if you're a preacher. But you know, if you have other preaching books, maybe get to those first. That kind of thing. I, I was gonna say. You say you do a preaching book every year. Where is this on that? I mean, is there one that you say is like the one, or you know, where is this in relation to those? That's a that's a good question that I might be able to answer at a different time. Uh, I have <laughs> read on the several. Um, I would. I would probably put it on the lower end of about the the 12 or so that I've read since being out of school. Okay. Um, Not because it's bad, just some of the other ones were better page turners or had some new ideas as far as approach. This really didn't. Uh, It was a good refresher. It was a nice remember why this is important and what you're doing is important, but didn't really 
break anything out for me. So six and a half, okay. not bad, uh, not great, but good book. Six and a half. So I've, like I said, I've got it in my stack. I won't rush to get to it, but uh, I'll, I'll try and get to it sometime this year. Perfect. Uh, all right. Anything else? Uh, that'll be all. Have you read Preaching by Tim Keller? Tell us what you thought. Uh, you can email us at strongchurchministries at gmail.com, uh, message us on Facebook, uh, or get to us in, in just a number of other ways. Uh, in our next review... I think we have a, a two-for-one review. Uh, Jack, what are we reviewing next time? Yeah, our first time of uh, two books at one. Um, I'm doing two books by Donald S. Whitney. Uh, one is Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life. The other is Family Worship. And so both of them kind of revolve around personal Bible study habits, Bible engagement, relationship with God in the home. Uh, and so that's what we're going to be taking a look at on the next episode. Awesome. Well, uh, you've got a lot of homework then if you're wanting to read those before the review. Uh, (laughs) Grab those books, uh, read those so you can tell us what you thought as well. Uh, That's been the show today. We'll see you next time. Books is a strongchurch.org podcast and is available on Apple, Google, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Be sure to visit strongchurch.org for more resources like this one designed to help strengthen your Christian walk. Thank you.